welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast. As we continue in this brand new series, we just started yesterday on manipulation. And I really want to cover a lot of angles on this. And I had, as I'd expressed yesterday, um, I've had firsthand experience at uh, what manipulation is at the most dangerous level, but also um, how it affects the person, as well as those who may be trying to help or reach out to the person, or they just love the person. I mean, I've, I've dealt with it firsthand, and I can tell you it was incredibly heartbreaking, very scary, and um, frankly, incredible just unbelievably frustrating. So I'm going to be talking about it in terms of whether or not maybe you're dealing with with some kind of manipulation in your relationships or your personal life or somebody you love is, or maybe you're dealing with it in the sense of an organization or perhaps even a society as a whole. We want to cover it at all angles because I really want you to be able to identify and then overcome or conquer that manipulation. So I'm going to give you some specific techniques towards, you know, as we get further along in in this series. So I encourage you to stay with me all the way to the end. And I'm going to be using some of that firsthand experience as examples, but I also want to take a lot of information out from uh, psychology as well as a full understanding of how this happens and how we can get out of the trap. But first, we have to identify it, okay? Um, so really, it's, it's it begins with understanding where uh, honest persuasion stops and brainwashing or manipulation begins. Now, there are many forms of persuasion that's used in, and as we all know this, in marketing, you know, and in, 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 in really in everyday life and, and in politics as well as in relationships. Uh, for example, a simple way of persuading a crowd to go along with your instructions is to first state a couple of things that provoke a yes response. So, I mean, again, this is something that, you know, across the board, it's usually innocent. Like, I guess I can't say usually, but in many cases, it's innocent. It's just intended to sell a product or to entice somebody to, you know, come along in a certain way or to think a certain way or even to uh, be provoked to try maybe positive things. Um, it could be just a matter of persuading somebody to try to out- overcome a fear that they've had. So it's not always evil or bad. But when it crosses that line, that's where it really becomes an issue. Okay? So uh, the first tactic that um, I would say dangerous manipulation uh, begins is isolation. All right? Now, I want you to think about this for a minute. Um I'm going to use my personal experience, okay, because it's just that's something I'm very, very familiar with, and it's very raw to me. Um, but it, the the person that I was dealing with, that was very near and dear to me, um, started, you know, seeing this person, and the, the person that they were seeing 
began to start saying, you know what, um, you're spending too much time with your friends, you're spending too much time with your family, uh, you need to break away, you know, I'm the only one that can rescue you, call me when you're hurt, upset, angry, I'll be there for you, I promise, I'll never let you down, those people don't really know you like I know you, this was how this person lured um, and I'm trying to keep names out of this because I'd rather prefer to keep it very anonymous. Um, but they lured the person that I love away in this way. So they began to isolate them from all of the people in their life that were a support um, and who were feeding them very uh, um, powerfully wise information because the more they could isolate this person that I cared about, um, then the more they had control over what this person was hearing, okay? Now, if we're talking about an organization or society, that could also be the case, okay? So if you're working for, say, a boss, and, and they only want you to listen to the way they see things and how they feel things ought to be done, and, and there's no, you know, there's no crossing the line. It's their way or the highway. As you know, you've heard of that before, my way or the highway. And, and I know I'm speaking to a global audience, so you may have never heard that phrase, but that's a common phrase here in the West. It's my way or the highway. That's somebody who's very manipulative, somebody who's narcissistic, oftentimes, not always, you know, not always, but, but can be narcissistic in their, in their behaviors and their mindsets, Okay. And the reason that they do this is so that the victim only has the manipulator to talk to and get their information or ideas from, whether it's forced, coerced, or because of the isolation factor. And then this eliminates any competition from others coming in and saying, well, that's not really the case, or have you thought about this, or, you know, asking questions that may help them to think more critically. Now, I just finished a series on mindsets of successful people, and I finished it out with a three-part segment or three episodes that I did on critical thinking. So I would strongly urge you to go back to at least that those last three episodes to listen about how to, to critically think. So I asked a lot of questions that you can ask yourself to find out if you're a critical thinker. Okay, but really you can go back and listen to the whole series and I think it'd be beneficial to you. So this is a great segue as we lead into this new series on um, manipulation because it takes critical thinking to get away from or break free of any kind of manipulation. And again, this is whether we're talking about a relationship, uh, you know, somebody who's individually manipulating you or whether it's a society as a whole or a job, or an organization. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. I mean, I've been reading articles from 2003, 2007, 2013, 2019, 2020. It does not matter. It's always been the same. And I, as I said to you, I've dealt with this firsthand. So I have personal experience on how the damage that can be done. So isolation is the first tactic that many, many manipulators will use. And the more they can isolate you from the rest of the world, from the rest of the people that would influence you to the good and help you think critically, the better chance they have of getting inside your brain and steering you away from what you know is right or for, from your own, um, you know, I guess for lack of better words, personal salvation from things that may harm you. Okay. So we're going to leave it at that because I am out of time, but I'll come back tomorrow and I have more 
uh, tactics that are used in terms of manipulations. Michelle Steffes, please stay with us and share this with someone that may help. Reframe and rewire. Thanks for joining